welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, BC Testing. Ahoy! Ahoy! Oh, are you talking? Yes. Did you break it again? Let me guess. You can't hear me. Oh, I can hear you, but you can't hear me. I can't hear you at all. This this is problem. You broke something again. Why is this? Why is this happening? Hello? Are you there? Yes. Oh, hey. Ah, ah. Hello. What? Aha. Stay a while. I mean, I I was here. It wasn't. I need to get need to get a less <laughs> box apparently i'm i had this set up oh, you move you travel you move a box anyway hello hello ahoy okay, and start <laughs> I, oh and see now i'm not as loud in my i'm not as loud in my ears so i don't know if I'm talking too loud or not oh well you sound basically the same for me okay perfect that's definitely great. better than the beginning of last week. That's totally there, and it's totally it's, everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. What are you talking about? We just started talking last week. Oh yeah, that's true. Episode. There was no yes, yes. There was no prologue last week. Everything's fine. Oh, this is weird. I I really gotta really got out. Okay, something got to do some testing. Anyway, uh, we'll oh, we'll, we'll roll with this. I'm not going to test live on air. Thank you. We do. No problem. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what we do, but that's not. <laughs> it's just fun target test. <laughs> so listeners are like, don't lie to us, Colin. We know. It's fine. <laughs> All one giant literal A-B testing. Yes. <laughs> oh. I guess in this case it would be B-C testing, but but I'm bummed. Womp. But it is uh, spring has sprung. Allergies are everywhere. Uh, my uh, hands are hurting because I hand tilled my entire backyard. Plant new seed. What? Yeah. Why? My soil in my backyard uh, does not. Uh, it's not. It's not a place for grass to thrive. And I may. I know you may listeners may dear listeners may be thinking. Well, that's that's fine because you have a lot of dogs. Um, no, during the winter months we keep a lot of the dogs off of the uh the grass uh for this very reason and yet vast swaths of it are dead and this is mostly because the uh uh soil yeah that's the word is very um uh it compacts lots it gets compacted very very easily and which is not a good place for lots of grass to grow it has a, i think it, it has a high clay content uh and so because of that um the, the spots, like anytime you walk on it, you can just feel like it gets hard as concrete, basically, especially during the uh, summertime, which is which is not good for grass. Uh, so I have to go in and basically retill everything uh, and aerate it and get my grass seed planted. You just need a more robust grass, right? I have That's a very, what you need. I do actually have a very like aggressive, mild, like massively invasive kind of grass that's adept the other thing is is that literally half of my backyard is uh in full sun all day and the other half basically is all shade uh which <laughs> which is a terrible thing to try and plant so there's this uh it's wonderful like, highly unnatural uh sun shade mix uh that comes out and so i plant that 
and it uh, it does pretty well when it's growing. It just doesn't it doesn't last. My backyard is is tilled. Uh, it's grass seed is planted. Uh, I have massive calluses on my hands, and there's uh, there's a um, a lot of straw in my backyard currently. Did you not wear gloves? Colin? I did. I actually okay. did. I wore gloves. Uh, and but nice leather glove and yet still because the hand tiller it's like it's, it's not motorized uh you like jam it it's got the four prongies things at the bottom oh it's that one that you like twist around yes and you twist oh. it and because i twist and because it's not good loose soil um i'm like actively breaking open concrete it's quite a lot um <laughs> so, which is fun yeah i feel like you went about this wrong i feel like you should have been like you should have got like a little one Right and been like, Noah, we're gonna do construction in the yard. Get your orange vest and hard hat. Let's well, go, buddy. And then boom, done. Like well, no problem. Immediately, he does have a um, a Noah sized shovel, uh, which, which he was helping assisting me next to me. The problem is, is that the soil. I mean, we're talking like it's not fun to dig into the soil. Um, and so he got bored pretty easily. So then I was having to have him just shovel the parts that I had already tilled, <laughs> which was fine until, you know, he started like walking and recompacting it. And I was like, no, I don't even have grassy down. Ah. Um, <laughs> oh dear. It's oh, like was, weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, so we, uh, we, uh, that brought us some good discussion. So we were actually, uh, he got a book from the library all about, all about tractors. So we were learning about the, um, uh, uh messy was it messy messy ferguson and, oh yeah uh, a bunch of other really good ones uh today and the book did a p- poor job of displaying photos of highly specific like down to the model number uh tractors uh <laughs> where they'd be like oh yes the uh what was it oh the kubota dc 793p uh can go up to uh 98 horsepower and i'm like there needs to be a photo of that because I don't know what, what that is. <laughs> why? What the heck kind of book is this? Like a manual? Like a sales manual? What did you get him? <laughs> it was, seriously, it was a book all about tractors. I need to. I, I will literally I will. all about. <laughs> all about. It was, it was a, just a giant catalog. No, it was a book, little tiny like learn about tractor book from the library, and it had different kinds <laughs> of tractors. No learn about tractor book has that specific model number. Like no, oh yes, well actually the nineteen seventy six from the 19 uh 1930s from some university yeah no it's just like an ffa handbook right that's what it is it's just like all the- <laughs> no, I'm they were written uh, 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 no, per no, hour. No, no seriously it was like <laughs> the, the case d40 uh ranges from 90 to uh 112 like a book dad would have horsepower while that is the, a book dad would have actually while the case d60 and d65c goes up to 300 horsepower like, seriously like, what in the heck is happening and they, they <laughs> what about, in the world you know, you know, and, i mean he just he just loved it and ate it up the problem was is that i was then having to be like well um they don't appear to have a photo of the case dc65c so i have to now go and google this to show you what this list and then we're like we'd spend time like going on google and then going that and they'd also talked about model like the oh, what is it the um the 1917 ford uh, uh, farball or whatever that is like like very specific years and wow <laughs> 
What in the heck? That's insane. Like, <laughs> uh, so I learned. I learned a lot about tractors. <laughs> That's, I mean, mind blowing. Like, what in the? <laughs> no, it's a little kids book. Not not like a kids kids book, but it was one of those like. Yeah, you know, medium sized hardback book. This is but not a kids paper. book, not right? Kids no book. kids book does that. But it was going in talking about like how a PTO drive works and what the three when the three point hitch was invented and, and why the hydraulic. Oh, <laughs> Colin, when was the three point hitch invented? Just it was actually the, no, seriously, the three point hitch was invented in the thirty. That's how long that thing has been around. Basically, yeah. and the PTO drive was invented like in the. 30s or 40s as well like all this technology i'm not and it was nice because i could you know noah intimately knows uh didi's tractor uh for obvious reasons and so i was able to be like hey remember he drives it <laughs> yeah he drives it all the time uh and i was able to actually pick uh look up a picture of of that tractor uh and i could point him out kind of the stuff on that but yeah when you google like tractor pto hitch or you know whatever like you get some really good spec sheets. I'll just let you know. <laughs> well, I imagine that's all you get. It's like spec sheets. <laughs> so it was, it was quite really weird PowerPoints. You're like, what in the world is this? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, they talked about anyway, it was a, it was, a, I mean, very, very good book, but this is also like, I will also sit with Noah and we will watch uh, drone footage of, of combine harvesters, um, harvest fields for just, you know, for quite a time so what a thrilling watch my favorite. just one big giant machine driving in a straight line for like miles <laughs> yes but they do the drone shot so you're going like all the way around it you get to see it and then the really cool part is is when they overlay like different models of tractors so you can see the progression oh, they'll have is like- it Oh, oh, well, they'll be like, Aaron, hold on. Don't get too excited, Aaron. Aaron I know you've had dropped your water. Where, so, so we've, I think, we've, I feel like we've talked about this where they'll have like the, like uh, the OG harvesters go take a pass and then they'll go kind of like in subsequent order of like model year and then they'll get to the modern ones. So you can kind of see the progression. I've talked about the plowing a field, right? We've, we've done the plow competitions in uh, Iowa. We've talked about this, right? Yeah, but I did not know that they did like time-lapse, like deep chronology dives of harvester technology through the ages in one sort of video essay. That's very... That's very confusing that that exists. I don't know. I'll have to refine this. We went down a rabbit hole one time, but it was quite. Oh you know, my goodness! I mean, we've mentioned that before, but all you did before on the show, anyway, was mention yes, we watched some combines. Okay. Not, not this level yeah, of depth. No, no. no, it is quite interesting. Where they will, a uh, bunch of farmers uh, in a wide area will drive their tractors to a field to um, to to plow it um, using historic and modern tractors and different implements and then they also do the same thing with like combines uh <laughs> to to hard harvest them to showcase them and to keep the uh, rich uh farming uh traditions of the country alive do they have this important question for the plowing competition okay are there mules Yes, they do have the mules. Okay, good. Because I feel like you're missing out on a big part of plowing history. Uh, and like people, if you don't have mule teams, <laughs> like what well, it's like and mule, right? Yeah, like, it's just, they'll have one with like the plow, like and plow behind it, and like, then yeah, and then the scary like one, oxen, some oxen, yeah, with like the old wood plow, right? Because yeah, yeah. in England, you don't need there's no rocks apparently, 
So you can you use a stick? Stick and just drag it with like, the nice already pre loose dirt. Uh, yeah, that doesn't work in Missouri. <laughs> nope. Um, and they uh, um, the scare the, the ones that are like super intense to watch are the ones where it is the steam powered. When they get to the steam powered ones, and you're just like, oh, well, this <laughs> this needs to be outlawed. This should That's not be happening. Right steam powered tractors look like they're going to explode at any given second. <laughs> Yeah. Like there's so much like rattling happening uh-huh. and some of the rattling is supposed to be happening and some of it I don't think is. And this like, can- they just sound like, I mean, steam technology in itself is very interesting to me because like you can see everything happening, right? Yeah. It's, it's literally an external combustion engine, right? It's like, right there, there's a fire in this day and it's, you can see all the moving parts and it's all crazy. And it's very like, it meets all the senses, right? You could there's definitely smells and sights and sounds and everything, but it also looks like, I mean, it is to some extent a bomb on wheels. <laughs> no, it is barely controlled chaos. Yeah, it's nuts. How long is there a tractor supply near you by chance? Yeah, by chance there is. <laughs> Do you just go there and walk around with Noah and just stare? No, at you'll see. You'll see. Oh no, Check I'm scared. Containers. Oh no. That was birthday present. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> love that. He would love that, but no, don't. <laughs> it could help with the yard. That uh, definitely could help with the yard. He would, oh. he would help. Listeners, it. this appears to be some sort of pedal powered tractor implement for You're children. Well. Just, I don't really know what I'm looking at, but. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it's one of the, it's one of those things where like they can like they pedal it and then they have like little things on the side where they can like move the bucket. Yeah. It's a John Deere tractor with a uh, oh yeah, on the uh, yes, uh, yeah. We Colin have a look. Look how helpful that would be for the yard work, Colin. He could move yeah. things around. Two, you would do it for you. Your... <laughs> uh, so, we give him a whistle. Actually, also, uh, my, the, on track, uh, what you could also get, Colin. Is we this is a weird segue because my friend, the, the guy that I play guitar with, we play music with, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was also he was showing me his new tractor last time I was at his house. Uh, See, <laughs> he bought. This is not he. He was he was very proud of this, and he was like, he did the same thing. He was like, "Come check out my tractor," and so I came out to his barn, expecting like a massive tractor because he lives out in the middle of nowhere on this big farm. He's got all stuff. No. He bought himself a BCS two-wheeled tractor. Hey. Right? Have you seen one of these things? No, I'm googling. <laughs> Yo, it's oh. wild. So it has a, a variety. I don't know which one he bought. I don't know. But he's got like, it's got a variety of different engines on the front. Uh-huh. Uh, these like hand grips that control everything. And then a PTO shaft that comes right off the axle. Yeah. So it's only two wheels. PTO comes right off the axle and there's like apparently a bazillion different attachments that you can just attach to this thing. Yes. Uh, including a wagon. Uh, <laughs> for reasons. And it can like do all kinds of stuff. Like it's, I am it's, it's it. the craziest thing so you've ever seen. To give the listeners some idea of what this is, imagine a garden tiller on steroids. With a, a variety of implements you can attach. Uh, it does have the garden till. I see that, but then I also there is see a tiller to mow 
there's um, a mower there's there's, there's a there's, roller there's of, like there's apparently it, infinite yes infinite attachments to this thing uh-huh. this thing uh it's, <clears throat> it's large though like i'm looking at this guy it i mean this thing is big it is it's it's a little it's bigger than i thought it was going to be it's bigger than a tiller it's probably yeah. i don't know four to five feet long yeah this thing is big. well that's with the attachment the handles sure right i mean i still, i am kind of waiting for noah's mind to be blown when colin tells him he went to a school that had driver tractor school day so <clears> that's true. Noah's gonna flip out just so that we're aware one day when we go to uh out to eat um they have those magazines at the front of the front of them of like things for sale in the area and oh, yes like the thrifty nickel or whatever yes, whatever they, yes, they used yes, to have that down here great entertainment for children uh <laughs> where noah will go through and he will circle what he wants to buy um so far he is <laughs> he will he will circle things like the um cable repair truck with the extender arm uh, also, oh no he's he'll, you he'll he'll get the dump truck uh and then he will also he will also request we'll say hey what do you want to do when you grow up he will say uh i like do you want to run your business or do you want to work for somebody he'll say he'll run his business and then we'll say um you know like what do you want to do and he'll just say like i want to own a tractor so his first car may well be oh no that's horrifying uh that they make a oh sorry i'm clicking on more buttons than um a BCS thing. It's, I'm, I'm Dude, it's wild. So, like, it's absolutely insane. It's the craziest thing of all time. Like, yeah. it that 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 uh, hand grip thing too. It swivels around. So, it's like, so you can actually direction. walk. Yeah, and you can walk. So you can like walk it, but you don't have to walk behind it. If you have a big implement, you walk like to the side. Uh-huh. So you like can walk on where you haven't plowed yet, uh-huh. and it actually spins all the way around 180 degrees so that you can That's- like push it. Well, that's how you use forwards the or backwards. Yeah, the mower side because otherwise the engine would get in the way. Uh, yeah, I think I think this is man, it's cool. I like this a lot. The one thing that we have not done yet is there is a uh, John Deere showroom on the south side of town that I think we just need to stop in and go go let him see because we would he would like he would literally freak out and then want to go back like every single day. No, you would never when we would you would never not be able to go there. I mean, you could obviously guess what his uh, mostest favorite part of the uh, Missouri State Fair was. Oh, yeah, definitely tractor <laughs> showcase. <laughs> the tractor showcase. <laughs> yeah. Which was, I mean, honestly, it was pretty cool. You get to see him all kind of in a row and walk underneath them and uh, do all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I was just, that was, so yeah, we need, we should probably go to the John. Be good. Fine. Okay. 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 Yes. Man, I have I have a lot of work. <laughs> well, you know, it's just never ends. It's all right. Oh. So are you all you all on um the spring break? Uh when is it when is yeah. that for you? Spring break does not exist. It's a myth. Oh, right. Well. But we have we, we, we are on spring. Uh, I mean, we're great school that we can have spring break and do normal things. I was kidding. We have off this Friday because we had parent teacher conferences Monday and yesterday. <clears throat> so I had to stay at school like real late every day. It was very tiring. <laughs> so sorry. Had, uh, Talk to parents. Blech. No. We had spring break. Both Shelly and myself had spring break um, this week. So it's kind of nice actually well, it's nice it's this time, together. This time last year, uh, I would still be working. 
regardless. So it's actually like, oh, sometimes it breaks a long time. Yeah. Mm. So we're uh, we have spring break uh, this week. I got to go do practice stuff tomorrow. <laughs> so and then but other than that, I mean, we'll back do back to school next week. But it's just kind of nice to how it all kind of aligned and got got to be, and we actually get to enjoy it for one. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. We had parent teacher conferences, and then, like, tomorrow is like end of quarter celebration day. So, like, if they made their goals for like behavior stuff, there's like a thing in the morning. And then we just decided the English teacher always does a, a reading reward party at the end of the quarter for all the kids that meet their reading goals. And so she's just like, well, let's just do that tomorrow afternoon. I was like, yes. Fine, go for it. So <laughs> tomorrow is uh basically uh, we're not actually doing things tomorrow. We're just like <laughs> sure we're gonna be at school, but we're not really doing school things. So you know it's fine. Um, <clears throat> so this week was real short. Basically, it was a short week anyway because we don't have school Friday, and then Thursday we're, we're not we're not really having school Thursday like tomorrow. So we're just <laughs> sure. It's okay. It's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. It just makes it annoying that, like, I mean, I don't really care, I guess, but kind of weird to, like, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. Monday, I'll be like, what was I doing? What's happening? What is science? I don't know. I understand. <laughs> we, temperature, uh... temperature, light, I think is what we're talking about. So it was good. It was good. We watched a video today just because I was like, look, we're not going to start anything we're gonna watch this video sure but it's everyone's favorite video series wild weather with richard hammond time Kablam. yeah it's the good stuff it's the good stuff guys i am doing right by my kids okay it's fine um, they need it right? it's good like you said it's good for them yeah he actually does science and it's hammond and so there's like zany things happening like <laughs> sure so like this one, the light, the temperature one. He's talking about like dust and how dust is a major factor in the weather. So he naturally he goes to Australia and it's like we need to make a man-made dust storm. So he like whips out this like Toyota work truck and just starts doing mad donuts in the middle of this desert. <laughs> Perfect. Obviously. Uh-huh. So like, yeah, it's great. Um, <clears throat> so I enjoy it. The kids like it, and this time I made like little video follow along questions, you know, and just to be like, "Hey guys, make sure you're paying attention, watching yeah. this." So it helped. They did a lot of good conversations about it and everything. So it was fun. Did that today. Just kind of take it easy because we're just starting that part. So I figure, like, well, we'll watch this at the beginning of this like chapter or whatever because mm-hmm. it's kind of talking about the video contains lots of things that we're going to be talking about. So we have something to refer back to, like visuals and stuff. So. That's helpful. Yeah. Let's try it out here. See, we'll put it here. Makes more sense than at the end of the unit, I think, just because, like, like, hey, this is things that we're going to be learning about. So when I talk about them later and say, hey, I can say, hey, remember that video when they did this? I'm like, oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're using recall right now. Yeah. <laughs> we did start a new units in uh, social studies. So we had to have the official talk about the Greeks, right? We have to have a, uh, we have to have the public service announcement warning 
at the beginning of every when I do the Greek unit, like uh-huh. okay, guys, guys, listen. <clears throat> okay, we have to be mature sixth graders here because we might see Greek art, <laughs> and well, the Greeks just really, really loved sculpting naked people, mm-hmm. and they're always like, "What? What? Why?" Listen, it I it's complicated. I don't know. Maybe it's too hard to sculpt a shirt. I'm not sure, but they did. So, if we find that, we just have to go next, and then move on with our lives. We have to be <laughs> and not dwell, not dwell. Yes, like oh, it's the yes. We have to like just not do that. So we we had a whole talk yesterday. <laughs> the official warning, public service announcement for the Greek unit that I do just because I don't want any of <laughs> yes. No trouble. No trouble. <laughs> just need to tell them that they hadn't invented clothes yet, and that's why. <clears throat> yeah. We talk a little bit about, like, the... I'm like, alright, guys, really what they're doing is they're, like... Because their art style was very, like, stylistic, idealistic, so they were, like, sculpting, quote, the perfect human form. That was their goal, right? Yeah. So... <clears throat> they wanted to show all of it but not <laughs> so we just have to move on uh, so it's fine but just make sure we give the warning to everybody so that we can Important. move on with our lives and just not deal with it so it's okay because <laughs> 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 uh, we do do a Greek god like presentation Right, and so you know, every once in a while, just gotta be careful. Hmm. But I told them like, you can like, there's people have been drawing Greek gods for literal thousands of years, so we don't have to use the Greek version. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there are many. They're like modern interpretations of like artists draw like Zeus or whatever, but like in a modern style, so it's fine. You know. Hmm. And uh, actually, luckily, last year, uh, there's this video game came out. It's like a dungeon roguelike thing. It's called Hades. It's all about Greek mythology. And they have like all of the gods and all these art styles and they look fantastic. So uh, you can actually find those screenshots online and we just steal some of those too for our presentations. Uh, be like, oh, yes, this is Zeus. Blam. There, take that one. So. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's handy. <clears throat> Borrow those for presentation purposes. It's all right. <clears throat> yeah. So this week's been just a little bit. It's just like weird because it's like long and boring. But like we don't really get a lot accomplished because there's all kinds of end of quarter and all this stuff and blah blah and yeah. interruptions and yeah. We celebrated uh we celebrated Pi Day on Monday. And uh. like a month ago, I had told the kids about it and they were like shocked that it was a thing. And I was like, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. Obviously, you haven't been taught by a nerd. So, yeah, there's 3.1 sure. a day. And uh, <laughs> they uh, we had pie in class and they were super excited about it. And they were like, thought that I would like for- have forgotten about Pi Day. Like, are you, are you, what? Oh my gosh. Of course I'm gonna remember Pi Day. Who's not gonna remember Pi Day? What? That's not how does that even work? 
Anyway, they were. Sure. Jishom, oh, what's that guy's name? The, the guy. The stand-up maths guy. What's his name? Matt. Something. Matt Parker. Did you show him any Matt Parker videos? Did not. Oh, he always, every year for Pi Day, I don't think I watched this one this year. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, he does these weird things where he calculates Pi by hand oh. in like really obscure ways. Like one time he calculated Pi with pies. And like, <laughs> well, he does all these like really strange ways, like the ancient people or whatever used to calculate pi, and he like tries to do them with varying degrees of success. But uh, mm. it's pretty great. So he's, like, <laughs> hey, I will add this. Yeah, he's great, right? Like the him and then the the whole like you ever watch those number file guys? That Brady guy does the number file YouTube hearing. channel. Yeah. Oh man, that guy's great. I love that dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> to uh, to a podcast with Brady Heron. Um, he has like seventeen. He's so, so like many. no, yeah. But I like <laughs> the number file is my favorite one. Yeah. I like the one with the the curator thing. He does like weird museum things too. But I like number file is my favorite. So I like them. But yeah, show the kids some Matt Parker randomness or. Yeah, there's a bunch of people on that channel that are awesome. So, (laughs) got it. Aaron, how is how is bases and balls going? Are you still in the dark? Well, in the dark. What? Well, you said you won your game because of darkness. Oh, okay. So that was like weeks ago. So I remember things. So the. First game, um, for those of you listening, um, I, I I coach at a very, very small school, and one thing that we don't have at that small school is stadium light. So the first game, we technically won off of technicality uh, because in the OSA or the OSAA uh, rules that um, if the game is stopped by any means, then the game reverts back to the lat- the previous inning, and we stopped at the sixth inning, which was eight to eight. But the inning before it was eight to four, and so therefore we won. Um, so that was the first game. Uh, we then played a doubleheader against a really good team, which we smoked. Uh, got home late, and then the game was it last week? The one that I or that we kind of rescheduled for um, was actually against Shelby's brother. Um, he's the head coach down there, and we played because there was um, Ice Storm Part 2, and we played, and apparently you can play when it's like 25 degrees outside, which we did, and so... Uh, good, we, good to we, know. We played, and it was it was so, and like, annoyingly cold. <laughs> um, and so, like, we, we played, and we actually, we actually won, which was a surprise, because my my team struggled, but we somehow pulled it off. And uh, so we we won, but it was still cold. And him and I got a got dinner afterwards because I drove separately because I had to drive the uh, I had to drive the afternoon bus. And so I just drove separately, which kind of worked out because like oh I'm like way closer home instead of having to drive or ride the bus and then drive back. So that was actually kind of nice. Um, sure. To do, but then yeah, we just we um we won, and then then it was spring break. 
which we didn't have school Friday, which was kind of nice, but not really uh, due to that weird snow. But uh, we have what is it? We have a game Monday, I think. But softball, we actually won um, our first game, uh, which is the first game they won in like two years. So um, that was actually kind of a, a nice little thing to have for those girls uh, to win for the first time ever. Nice. Storming the field, carrying uh, off the bases. You know, they, were the- so, <laughs> they were so confused because they, they, oh, yeah, I almost got thrown out. Uh, but the first part, uh, there's like, something very unsurprising about that statement based on how uh, you are me. Like, I feel like that's fair. Like, I don't I, you guys have never came down to watch me coach. I'm a vastly different human being. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're sitting there and like the, the, um, called the blue called game. And the girls like were going out to the field and they're like, coach, what to do? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like you guys won. And they're like, what? I was like, you, you, you won. And they like <laughs> all you, became like super you, emotional. And I was like, what do you mean? One? Uh, <laughs> what? And they're like, we, we haven't won a game in two years. I was like, Oh snap. Oh, that explains so much. And so, yeah, they, they won and it was exciting. Um, they had a they had an away game the next day, which didn't go too well. But the fact that they like won their first game pretty legit. No, so yeah, I almost got thrown out. Um, I was over there as assistant. You go to first base, and like like in baseball, you tell them like call the sign, and then like your like their eyes, so they don't have to like look for the ball and make a nice like easy transition. Uh, and softball, it's a little bit different. Um, but first girl comes up, hits the ball, and like chunks her bat. Right, like chunks it, and the the Homeland umpire is like, "Hey, coach, listen, um, you know if this was districts or something, you know she could be thrown out. Just talk with her." And I'm like, "No, blue, I got you, I got you. Don't worry." And so I'm like, "Hey, don't throw that. It's ridiculous. Like, you know, you're better than that. Don't don't throw it." She's like, "Oh, I'm coach, I'm sorry." And so um, some other girl kind of does it. And then, like, she comes up and she, she she does it again, sort of. The, our our home plate is like it sits on top of a hill, kind of. And so she like hit it, and then she like dropped her bat and then it rolled. Well, he didn't see that she just mm. dropped her bat and played, so it either rolled and um. But she was thrown at first, and so she's jogging back, and he's like like storming up the first baseline to me. And he's like, I don't, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to your coach. And he's like, Coach, that's. Uh, I told you twice, you know, get get on to him, or you know, I'm gonna, you know, call her out, and I may have to throw you out. I don't want to, but you know, I, I may have to throw you out. And so I was like standing there in like disbelief, and I was like, that blue, like her her bat rolled. And, no, no, coach, I don't want to hear it. Like we've been awesome so far, but you, you gotta talk to your girls. And so like on the first baseline, I just yell. I'm like, the next person that drops their bat is running, and they all are like, yes, coach. And then this girl comes up. And we are, it is 1-1 at this point, and it's, uh, what are we, bottom of the seventh? Like, we like we need, like, we have girls, like, we uh, run her on first and third. This girl comes up, she's awesome outfielder. She just, like, smokes it. Like, oh, that's perfect hit, let's go. Uh, but then she drops her bat, and then, like, it rolls. And, like, I see it happen, and I'm just like, I, I can't, I will not tell you the words that came out of my mouth. 
but the uh the opposing coach is like right next to me he's like oh he's gonna get her on that i just know he is and he was walking over to tell the blue he's like oh runners out my coach i already told you told you once that's like the fifth time it's happened one more and you're out of here and i'm like he knows i'm not the, the the head coach right like he knows that like i'm pointing to my coach who she's never coached before it's her first year like coaching anything and so but i'm like helping her get established as a coach like you know the ins and outs of like like talking with refs and things like that and i was like you know i'm not the coach right like you're aware of that it's like i'm Coach, I don't want to hear about it. And so, of course, I get like, like I sprint over to the dugout, and I'm like, eyes on me. And I was like, this is what you do not do, because if I get thrown out, you think I'll be happy. And they're like, oh, no, coach. And so, thankfully, we had another girl come up, pops it up, runners in, blue calls, calls game. And he's like, well, you know, coach, I, I didn't want to have to throw you out, but you know, I, I, we got to set an example. And I'm like, no, Blue, you're right. I'll get on to them and let them know that that's not what they're supposed to do. And then the next game we had, I was like, I went to the refs. And I was like, look, listen, please. <laughs> you see this hill? It rolls. And they're like, oh, no, we got it, Coach. We'll see it. So, yeah, I almost got thrown out of the game that they won for the first time in two years. <coughs> the uh, uh, superintendent's super like, you almost get thrown out of a game? I'm like, listen, we, we're going to have a talk. We need, we need to redo our entire field because I'm not going to be thrown out over, over BS like that. So, but yeah, hey. yeah they, they won, but I was just in disbelief. I was like, you got to, to throw me out right now? Do I have to, do I have to you know, um, Tony LaRusso this right now? Because I will. I will come storm that dugout. What exactly are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to hit the ball and then bend down gingerly and place your bat at the feet of the umpire before jogging off wistfully to first base. Well, is that what you're supposed I, to do? Like I told them that this is literally the dumbest rule I've ever heard of in my entire and, life. Like, and like, I mean, I, I could see it. I mean, like why he's saying it, but at the same time, I'm like pointing to the dirt. And I was like, listen, can't get me for that because that's not my fault. Like their, their girls are doing it. My girls are doing it apparently, but I was like, I can't, I can't help, I can't help gravity. You want, you want me to go fight gravity? I can't do that. And so, the the other um was the uh, was super understanding. He's like, yeah, you know, you're, you know, I, I see it. Like, I'll let him know. And I was like, can you let him know before he throws me out, please? Because that'd be super not cool. <laughs> right. Um. But it, it's I mean, like there's a certain way that you like hit, and then like the bat just like naturally goes down to so the, like, you can't just chunk, like the first time this girl like hurled her bat, like took it and just like swung it to the fence. I'm like, I, Hey, look that I get like, you cannot do that. And I got onto her multiple times. I'm like, we've worked on this. Can't just throw the bat, but she doesn't do it like out of anger. So it's just like awkward to watch her do it. Cause she's like swings and then like hurls it out of the way. And then she runs. But all the other, you know, you get hit, and then the bat just comes naturally behind you. You set it, and you take off. Like, we've worked on this. Boom, boom, boom. But every other time, it's just the way that it's hit, and then just, like, naturally rolled. And, like, sure. the, the last time I did it, I was like, ooh, I'm in trouble. He's going to see that. And sure enough, coach, coach, I don't want to talk to a player. i got to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, come on. Please, uh, I'm not anything it's, wrong. It's fine. It'll be okay. Yeah. There's a backstop. Nobody's out there. Throw you back. I don't care. 
Well, I mean, it's like dumb. if we if we do go to, if we do go to like districts or playoffs, like there's typically another umpire that would be standing there, and the fact that she would that, that she like I'm talking like took the bat and like <laughs> threw it. It's fine. Maybe he shouldn't like, stand every, there. Everything Think about else, that. like everything else, like you hit and like yeah, if it rolls like a distance, like if you hit like a good ball and you need to get going, like yeah, sure, whatever. But the fact that she just took the bat and like overhand chucked it at the fence is a little ridiculous. Uh, it's a fence. Like, That's literally what the fence is for. It's okay to catch bats. And so yeah, the bat catching fence. Fine. Yeah, I was was a little peeved. I was like, I'm glad we won. But if you ever get me thrown out of something that we've worked on, I'm going to become unglued. You're like, oh, we gonna go? Because I've had parents like, oh, we've never had, we never had a coach yell at our kids before. And I'm like, hey, look, I'm sorry. Like, no, we love it. It gets the kids going. Like, and like, good. There's more where that came from. Stop yeah, throwing like, your bats. I'll be happy. And I looked at her mom, and I was like, <laughs> I gave her the look, and she's like, get after her. I don't care. I'm like, thank you. And we went to the dugout and had a nice chat, and then I went back to my base and didn't get thrown out. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. We did not get thrown out of a softball game. Then, yeah, the, the other game, yeah, it was like 25 degrees and like the sixth inning, and I kept going to the blues, like the outfield judge. I'm like, so we can we can play five, right? And he's like, hey, I have to drive to Oklahoma City after this, and it's like eight o'clock at night by this point. He's like, hey, I got to drive. I was like, oh, well, I have to drive home home after this. So if we can also speed this up. Well, like, hey, we... not my problem. Don't care. Let's go. <laughs> that's 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 the fun thing about some of these, you know, small town umpires that they're like, hey, like, I'm just going to speed this up as quickly as possible. And I'm like, hey, fair enough for me. You do what you need to, man. Hey, I got to go but, walk my goats, right? So I got to go like I can't stay around. <laughs> But for for some reason we we found we found our bat. We started pulling the trigger, and I had one kid go like, "Coach, you know we can we can score if we swung." I'm like, "Oh, you're just not realizing that, really." <laughs> you don't say. That's a great idea. Let's try that next time. Let's get one wins is the one who gets the most points. Amazing. Yeah. It, it me. They're like, "Coach, I can't on ba- can't get on base. Like, this is about spinning the ball." Nah. <laughs> Hit the ball with a bat. Swing, run. I don't care. So, yeah, a lot of it's uh, learning about uh, what is it called? Uh, growth. You know, growing pains. That's the word for it. Of of some of these kids and what all they haven't had to deal with before. So it's like, oh, you you guys don't have no idea what you're gonna sweet thing. So looking forward to this. But yeah, other than that, that was their last two weeks in a nutshell. So from the cold, you know, blizzard that it was to the 70 degrees that it currently <laughs> the, is outside. The, the Tundra game. Too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Riley, uh, his name, Shelby's brother, was like, I'm, I'm glad we played it today. But then like that Friday when it was like super cold in the morning and then it was like 50 in the afternoon. He's like, we probably could have waited. And I'm like, nah, I, I wouldn't have wanted to play like with no school and then having to drive here. That that seems too crazy. He's like, oh, you're right. You're right. But yeah. That's always weird when they do that. It's like no school, but then we're going to have the game anyway. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not really good. It's kind of no point in doing that. No. So, but yeah, we made it work. And so we're currently two and two on the season. 
You got another game Monday, so. Well, hey. No, I'm excited. Like, we have we have practice tomorrow. Um, so I'll go down there and practice. And I got to do some lesson planning. I have not looked at lesson plans at all this week. And so I'm like, ooh, I need to do that. I don't really want to do that on the weekend again. <laughs> yeah, no, you got to get that done that way. So I'll, I'll do that. I'll go down there. I'll spend like all day tomorrow. Get set up. You practice again Friday. And then just have like a nice chill weekend. Uh, we've we've been to the zoo this week. We've uh, the zoo, yeah, Tulsa Zoo opened up um, for the first time in a long time. Nice. Um, I completely forgot that the avian flu was currently um, going on, and so that's oh, why yeah. a lot of the bird exhibits were not going, <laughs> not open. You had to go like inside for most of them. Oh, and there's a lot more geese than there were actual like animal animals. So I was a little disappointed, but there was. No one there. No one was really nice. Hey, that's good though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's been pretty much pretty much our week. Kind of nice, kind of chill. Get back into it. So nice. Ooh. So other than tractoring, Colin, you've been doing anything else? Just super fantastic. Other than blistering your hands, working tirelessly on your lawn. Like I don't. My, my poor little hand. Uh, man actually actually no um ben it's i mean we it's it's spring break for for us so uh business has been busy um quite full and um we get getting a lot of inquiries from springfield uh, which is nice um, well, hey, except, there we go except um we oh, haven't oh, quite no. nailed in the target audience of of people who need us um people we get a lot of not a lot but we get quite a few calls uh and inquiries about people wanting us to stay overnight at their home which is uh fine um except i am asking an employee to stay in your home from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. That is twelve hours of work. That's yeah, a that's a lot of yeah. yeah. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so so let's just do some quick let's quick back of ramping uh, maths here. Of if I am working twelve hours and I pay my staff thirteen dollars an hour and they work for twelve, um, let's just say that's one hundred sixty mm. bucks. Yeah, labor, and um, that that actually costs me an additional 30% uh, to pay for taxes, to pay for insurance, and to pay for work comp for them. Um, yeah. And now all of a sudden, I'm at like 180, 190 uh, just for like them and <laughs> to, to have a body there. And, yeah. And so, you don't, you don't want to pay 200 bucks for that, man. And Come so whenever I put them at 200 bucks, um, it's uh you know they go oh uh never mind so the <laughs> it's uh th- that's been that's been that's been frustrating uh to get people to that point of um helping them understand exactly what they need why they need it so i've actually started asking them going hey uh tell me tell me why why you need why you're looking at this uh, why do you think you need Get to be there all night long. Yeah, why? 
Spotify. Because what's fascinating is people will go, oh, I just need you to stay overnight and then maybe like one check during the day. So it's like, your pets are what? Afraid of the boogeyman at nighttime? Um, yeah, like, that's kind of... <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so that's, that's frustrating to me. Um, and having to explain. So basically, I've started to say, um, are your pets exhibiting signs of separation anxiety or is there a medical reason why you need someone to care for them? And usually they're like, no and no. And I'm like, great. We offer this other service that is uh, much less costly for you. <laughs> and uh, you, can, uh, you can book that right now. And they don't want that. Uh, so that is it's this weird like <clears throat> client education well, thing. That's weird. Like why would why is the fact that you come in the evening and then come like first thing in the morning or like relatively in the morning, like that's that's the same thing, right? You're like <laughs> feeding their pet at night. Like I'm okay, so I'm just imagining this okay. is the scenario of like I'm thinking about like Chuck style, right? So yeah, Chuck yeah. would eat at night. Yep. And then in the morning he would have to take medicine. But there's like no reason that you would have to stay there the whole time in between. No, right? especially like especially <clears throat> since I would uh, my last visit could be at nine o'clock, and I'll be there at six a.m. the next morning. Yeah, or even seven, right? It's seven. seven, eight. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like Just somewhere like, in there. And and for some reason, I, well, I will I will state this. I mean, one, the Springfield market is very very heavy with with people who board. Uh, and take their dog somewhere. Uh, the vast true. majority of people are also used to, they are also used to, for just being honest, about having like their daughter's or their son's friend from school come over and watch their pets. Uh, yeah. Kind of reach that like kind of like middle high school-ish age of like letting them do that. So I come in and I'm like, it is $200 a night. And they're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I had a high school student do this for free last year. I'm like, I know, but you weren't paying your high school above minimum wage per hour. To yeah. And, and we can do more than them because we're, that, we have all these qualifications and trainings and blam. And so right, like, and that's hard and they don't see that. Right. And so it's this weird, like we're a premium service, but also we're kind of for everybody, but also people don't see it as premium and they don't understand why it costs so much. And so, I, that's why I say we haven't found quite our niche target audience people, uh, but we're getting closer. Like right now, just people are throwing darts at a board and that's fine. I'll yeah. get a board for them to hit. Um, I can then do a bit of education about what we do and how we provide it. And really kind of pushing back a little bit on these preconceived notions of what they need for the dog. And that's not to say that the way they were caring for their pet was wrong or bad in any way. It's just not required. Like that level of care is really not necessary in the vast majority of cases. And that's hard for people to understand, especially the last two years where people were cooped up with their dog and they were around them 24 seven and they feel like their dog needs to be around somebody 24 seven when in actuality they need to be around their dog 24 seven, not the other way around. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's also like, yes, ad addressing the like pet care needs, but a over and above and beyond that is addressing the, the client's concerns about what that is and, and, and letting them know it's not settling. That's the other thing that we struggle with a lot is we feel like when we're offering that service, it's a notch down from boarding or from daycare or from something like that. <clears throat> it, 
a uh, their second choice. And yeah, that, but I mean, the dog is in their own environment, in their own home, with their own bed and their own food and their own everything. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like it's I don't around. I don't understand how that would be a notch down. <laughs> like not, I don't, you know what I mean? It's like it's not around. It's not around friends, and it's not around somebody. Right? This is where they come. Out. Like, it's not yeah, around but... somebody. And I'm like, yeah, but that that's mostly because like you want your dog to be around somebody, and in all actuality, it varies like bluntly here. Like you have damaged your dog to the point where it cannot function without somebody on the room. Like, yeah, what your dog really needs something. is your dog needs the walk for the exercise. For the energy draining, right? That that release of its tension, its energy, it needs to go on a walk. It needs to be fed, watered, uh, you know, played with, shared affection. But after the walk and all that stuff, it should be ready f- for nap time, right? Like it's not- <laughs> exactly like if you really play with it and walk with it and do all that stuff, it's like it's good for a while. Like it yeah. doesn't need; it wants to be like. Ah. You, you know. were talking about a well-adjusted uh, dog who's able to regulate their feelings and emotions in an appropriate, healthy manner. That's fair. That's true. Okay. That's, that's true. We, the va- vast majority of dogs who maybe three years ago were like that are now emotionally, basically they're emotionally damaged to the point where separation anxiety is through the roof. And let's not even get started on puppies who were gotten in the last year and haven't seen the outside world. And yeah, like, so that there is very feel psychological physiological responses going on and so that's the other part of this of going like hey i know you think that you have to have that kind of service um if you will partner with us and this other trainer and give us six months uh you won't need to take your dog to a boarding place yeah but that's you know people go well yeah but i could take him to a boarding place today and i'd be fine right and then they move on so it's a little yeah yeah that's true So, like, at least we're getting, we're getting hits. And I think, did I, did I talk to you guys? I went, and when did we last speak? It was last um, Friday. It was not that long ago. Last Friday. <laughs> last last a week ago. Yeah. Uh, I think I told you I went down and I gave a talk to, to some people in Springfield. And, um. I don't know if you did tell us. I don't know. Oh, okay. So I went to a, uh, one, it's called the One Million Cups. By the James oh yeah, the yeah. You didn't talk. tell us about the latest version. Okay, yeah. okay. So yeah, I went and I talked. I spoke with them about that, and it was kind of funny. I, uh, um, you know, they sent me an email, and they were like, "Come prepared with your thumb drive, with your presentation, and uh, get set up pretty early." And I, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, "A, like, I have a Mac, and I, I'm not going to go through this rigmarole of like converting it, but have it be broken and not work and whatever." Because I know they're not going to have a Mac, and it's going to be a PC, and I'm not going to be able to make the conversion work. And I don't have Windows, Microsoft, any products at all, so I can't even make that. <laughs> like, I can't even double check this. So I was just like, I'm not doing a talk. I'm not doing a presentation. I show up and the Google guy, slides <laughs> it, man. Boom, got him. <laughs> well, well, I didn't know. I, I didn't know if I'd have access to their computer or how it was going to work or what the setup was going to be. And then I would have to log into my Google slide, and I didn't know their password. I didn't know sure. their email. Fair just like, like, I'm just going to like. I can do this. I, I literally, they asked me to speak for six to eight minutes, which is almost impossible for me. And so, <laughs> yeah, six to eight minutes. Listeners of this show will attest to the impossibility for Colin uh, to be brief. I can, I can like, almost not be that brief. So, like, Colin and brevity do not go hand in hand. I mean, same. Let's be real. Like, but, like, hence the show. And so, I, yes. So, I just came in and I was like, he was like, oh, you need to go over here and get your PowerPoint. And I was like, I don't have one. And he looked at me 
a very, very a concerned. Uh, <laughs> and I get it, right? It's a business meeting. There are businessy people here. Like must have PowerPoint. Wearing their stupid name tag for their business, the branding on it, and I just wanted like, <clears throat> oh, I couldn't stand it. I, it was a bit much. Uh, my f- sidetrack I think I mentioned this before too but anytime I used to have to go to conferences like that and they would give me a name tag to write my name I would always write the first half of a Laffy Taffy joke on it <laughs> so you would have to finish it when they asked you yeah much no, more memorable that way no this is this is not they give you a name tag this is people who came from their office with their own name tag ew gross that's disgusting I know get out I know <laughs> I just, I couldn't, and I'm sitting there, and people, like, again. Mine would just say, what's a tree's favorite drink? <laughs> what, 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 what is a tree's favorite drink? Root beer. Root beer. Good. So, so I, I'm, I'm, again, I'm way out of place there, because I'm, I'm wearing my Vibram Five Fingers. I have a hat that says Pet Sitter. And I got like this like pullover hoodie thing and everyone else is in their businessy attire and their you know, business casual stuff. And they're I mean, like, that is your business. You walk dogs it's my, for a business. It's my, that is, that is your business attire. Like, so look, here I am ready to walk. That was <laughs> what was, you know, what, why I like giving these talks and I like going into these situations where it's like, this is, it's a, it's for entrepreneurs and it's for business owners to talk business. And then I come in there and I'm like, <laughs> I walk dogs for a living. That's how I sim- I I pay for my kids' school by walking dogs every day. And you can just see the pe- look on people's faces. They're like, "What?" And then I'm like, "And I have employees who also walk dogs. And this is my plan." And <laughs> it, was, it was it was great. I love doing that. And uh, it was kind of cool. They had a, a, a students in a business class and marketing class from Evangel who were there. And they were going to do a SWOT analysis on my business. And I was like, that sounds very official. Have fun. Good luck. You will find lots and lots of dangers. Um, <laughs> but, you know, one of, the, one of the people that I talked to was like, you know, he's just straight up said, like, that what you offer will not work for me. Um, so instead, I, you know, I was like, so where do you take your dog? He said, oh, I drive 45 minutes away to a boarding facility. And it's not much. They don't get a lot of room, but at least they have constant observation. And it was just, it was just struck me of like, wow, like that is how much this person believed they need that. They're willing to drive an hour and a half round trip, which is quite like, imagine that like you're leaving for a week and you have to somehow find time between your, your job, students, your kid's schedule, driving your dogs to a place and coming back and then repeating that. On the back end. I don't want to drive an hour and a half anywhere. Anywhere. Ever. <laughs> so I was like, so that's where all of a sudden Yet. I was like, okay, I need to, <laughs> I need to start being able to better communicate. Like, imagine this. You leave and magically your pets get cared for and you return and they're there and happy when you walk through the door. Like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like, like mystical. You don't, have to, you don't have to do anything. Firework. Whatever. So it was uh, it's very uh, eye-opening about just talking a little bit more with those people about those services. And one of the things that I kept getting asked over and over again was like, how far out do you service? How far out do you serve? Which is, mm. a, which is a tricky question because like, I, I would love to be able to service 
45 minutes around Springfield. I would capture yeah. all the bedroom communities. I would capture all, because right now are the thing I told them, I said the biggest thing that we're running into is the people who actually need our services don't live in Springfield, but I only serve yeah. Springfield. The they problem, live in like Nixa and Ozark and Republic and Rogersville. The, and, the moment I step outside of, of um, Highway 65, Highway 60 and um, the interstate, that little, those boundaries around yeah. Springfield, drive time goes through the roof trying to get to people oh yeah because it's so spread out it is it's so spread out and i can't have i can't i I don't make enough money to reimburse my staff for either drive time or mileage it's almost 60 cents a mile to reimburse people at this point and if they're doing 20 miles round trip like oh yeah no they're gonna make more driving than they are and the actual visit (laughs) anyway yes it's um and so you know it was kind of it was Again, helping people educate people about like how the business operates and like what we have, like how we think about things, and the fact that like yeah, the, a lot of people who grow their pet businesses they have forty five staff. I talked to a lady literally this morning. She lives in Boise, Idaho, and she has fifty five employees. Fifty five, but what? Of, but yeah, fifty five. But fifty five only. Only five of them are full time. The rest of them work like ten or less hours a week. But that's the kind of staffing you need. Well, I mean, I mean, Idaho is so like yeah. vast. <laughs> that's the kind of manpower you need to make these kind of things work. And that's why I'm not servicing Rogersville, Nixa, Ozark, Willard, <coughs> Battlefield. Republic, like all of these, yeah. all of these bedroom communities, like I can't go there yet, and so we do have yeah. plans of like the things working that we spent, on, but not now. Week, but not now. The things that we spent this week working on are actually we are trying to hire in Ozark, like so, yeah, so that that person does Ozark and Nixa because they're with they are within a five mile radius around Ozark, which is great. Um, yeah, they won't. They'll touch the very south side of Springfield. But but not but I won't have my central Springfield staff driving way out of their way. So that, yeah, that's what we've spent this week working on is really focusing on like strategically, like how do I grow and what what, what do I do here? Uh, that's taken up lots of my uh, give me lots of migraines this week. <laughs> I'm trying to make that stuff work. Oh, and uh, no, it's exciting. Um, and we're like I said, we're starting to get traction, which is good. It's just it's slow, and that's fine. Um, I just, I, it, I, it feels good to get phone calls. Um, it feels bad whenever I'm like, I can't help. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it is weird to that conversation. That's just the weirdest conversation of like, no, 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 you don't want that. Okay. Just let me tell you what you actually want. No, it is. Uh, like, <laughs> or they call me and they're like, they're like, I want drop-ins. We've heard great things about you. Uh, you know, your pay, your, your rate looks good. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then they're like, I live in, you know, I live south of Ozark. Like, nope. Anyway, never mind. Um, yeah, well, I live in Hollister. No, I'm Hollister. sorry. No, what? Seriously, seriously <laughs> one guy was like, well, I love, he goes, we live in Hollister. And he, I, he, he said, I live in Hollister and I have horses. How much could I pay you to come down and, and take care of my horses? And I was like, not enough. Uh, <laughs> like, I just, unless all of a sudden I start offering a, a bespoke, like, equine service. And hire an equine person to do that. It doesn't make sense. I can't no. fit in driving to Hollister to do a horse care, which takes over an hour to do, depending on what they need. To then also do like thirty minute drop in visits on a cat. 
or else. Like, it's just like, yeah. Like, so that. <laughs> That's wild. It is. It's <clears throat> fun. But I did get lots of good business cards, which people were like, do you have one? And I was like, no, I hate business cards as I was taking theirs out of their hand, which was <laughs> good. Because uh, I was like, they always get thrown away. And I. <laughs> It's true. It's kind of like in, at this point in life, like it's kind of like an environmental waste to have a business card, right? Like, I feel like that's one of those things that's not necessary anymore. You know what I mean? Like, a business card is not a thing that you need. Like, I'm not going to go back to my office, tape it to my Rolodex, right? This is not a thing that's going to happen. I'm going <laughs> to, like, just not. No. No, and it's, so it's always funny whenever people, you know, they come to these networking events and they have business cards and they hand them out and they're like, "Where's like, do you have one?" And I'm like, "No, I don't give one out because I always just throw these away at the end of it." And then I put theirs, then I put their 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 business card in my pocket. I'm like, "Anyway, what's your name?" <laughs> yeah, casually throw it on the floor. No, I'm just kidding. Like, you know, for. I think in very particular situations or like what we do, we don't have business cards. Instead, I have a business card shaped thing that is a magnet. And I put that on my client's refrigerators whenever I leave for the last time. And so they have that on their refrigerator. Like, boom. Like, that's what I'll do. But I'm not going to go out and spend $45 to get double-sided, printed, laminated, high-gloss crap. Like, it's like, no, I'm not. not No, thank you. Well, it's just a, it's a very, I don't know. It seems just such an antiquated thing, right? I mean, it's literally a Victorian, right? Let's be real. Like, that's what, like, guys, come on. You don't need to do that. Show up at the dinner, present your card to the thing. They read it off to everybody, right? Like, you, you don't need that anymore. Guys, we have the internet. Literally, we have the internet. What are you doing? Why? You know what your name badge should be? Dude. Brilliant idea. What? Ready? Your name tag should just be a QR code that goes to your website. So, so here's <laughs> that QR tag. So I have thought about QR codes. There's also this growing, like, here's the thing that people are trying to replace these with, is they're trying to replace them with digital card of, like, you have an app on your phone and you touch your phone to somebody else's phone and it transfers your like information <clears throat> to them. Or it pulls up a little mobile website thing that they can <clears throat> tap on stuff and send things to you. Yeah, but like, I don't understand why it's not just like your, like it just needs to be like your business Instagram account or like something like that. You know what I mean? Like there's already, there's already all these things that do this job. Online, there's like business Facebook pages, Instagram, Twitter, actual websites. So just like you just need to get <laughs> that's all you need. I know. You don't need a business card. You don't need a fax number. Go on, just get. This is the thing of like they're trying to solve a business card with a business card, and the whole concept of a business card is not relevant anymore. Like send them like yeah, exactly a QR code where you can tap you know you can scan it and it sends you to your information page like what you need to have is you just need a a, a page on your website that's not listed or surfaced by google whatever it's just oh yeah it's true yeah it's a hidden page and it's just your information page it's just like about me page or your contact page where it it only goes to there from the qr code and anybody who gets it sees that and that's all your information and all of your links and everything there's it's 
that's what people want. Um, but instead, I get these. I I didn't throw away two of them. Um, but it's like I don't know. Like I'm looking at these, and I'm like, there's like information density on these is so little. There's hardly anything here. It's mostly just. It's like a name, a logo, a phone number, probably the website address. Yeah. Right. They're like all, it's all over over engineered and architectured because I know they're like, oh, don't put too much on there, but also do they need to know about you and put some of your personality on the business? Oh yeah, it has to stand out from the others, right? All that stuff. Like, no. like they're all the same size, and you know what? People will go out and they'll get different size business cards, which makes it even more annoying because they don't fit in your pocket. Or yeah, you'll have a stack of like I went to something and I had like a stack of twenty, and there was three of them that were squares, like literally squares. And I was like, this—that's the worst shape possible. <laughs> no, here's what you do: you get a name badge, but it is just a QR code. So people ask you, can just go here yeah boom and then like if you go someplace and you do bring your presentation with you make your last slide just a qr code so they can be in the audience and go boom got it like that's all you need right you can (laughs) just put it up there so if they are interested they can go pow yeah scan it they're at your website right now they're at that page that they're that landing page that has all your information on it uh, laid out in a much more aesthetically pleasing and easy to access manner than a little teeny tiny business card. <clears throat> and they just go, whap, got it. Cause, cause and then the if they meet you again and they forgot it, you can just be like, oh yeah, here, scan this thing I got on my, on my shirt. Boom. Here's the other thing I like about that kind of approach. Because here's what happens. You're in a conversation and somebody goes, um, <clears throat> do you have a recommendation? For you're not going to reach into your briefcase because nobody has a briefcase anymore. And you're not going to pull out the stack of business cards. Nobody has business the sadness of Colin. That I, I mean, okay. yeah, Colin does have a briefcase. Let's not be, not be, okay. not okay. lie. So look, okay, dad, <laughs> dad gave, gave me a briefcase recently. See? You and I, you're a businessman. You're a man of business. I you have to have a briefcase. But I have decided to dedicate that briefcase to so that is my that's my teaching briefcase. All of my teaching things, all of my teaching pens, because I had a backpack that oh, yeah. I was using back and forth. I have dedicated that whole briefcase. It's where all my books, paperwork, pens, everything just goes in there, so it stays in there. So when I go to yeah, school, yeah. I grab that and go. But anyway, I do have. But anyway, uh, of like nobody hands out my business card. Would hand out my business card to share it to somebody while they're talking to them. But you know what they do have on them? They have a phone, phone. and yeah. they have my website. But they and they have my contact information on their phone where they can send it to you. And it's like I want, yeah. I want that. I just uh, so anyway. Business card stuck, and yes. I, I, I just, I can't, I can't stand it. Of, <laughs> I watched that flip so many nice. times. <laughs> or, dude, you could just your next brand of pet sitter shirts. Yeah, they just have the QR code printed on the shirt. See, I can definitely integrate it into the logo, which would yeah. be super easy. Or just like on the front, like yeah. One side is like the pet sitter logo, and the other side, like the other like breast area, is like just a QR code. <laughs> now the, now the problem with this is that uh, washing does degrade. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But we'll stick with the name tag thing. With the name tag for now. I clip it onto me. But yeah, I just yeah, man. I tell you what, I was just um, tell you what, I uh, no, I was I was definitely a fish out of water. These people will the. Meeting here in town locally is very much, much more relaxed attitude. This one, like, whoo, a lot of people who, uh, 
think very highly of themselves. I mean, yeah. Which is just uh, that was good. It was fun. I got a lot of good reception from it, and um, made some good connections. That's why I did. Uh, I I wrote down people's names because I do want to reach out to them about some stuff. Um, one guy was in business operations, and uh, oh, what? what hold, on, hold on. Oh, business operations and business solutions, and he's like, "That's not real. That's not a real job. Really not. But it's quite fun." Just consulting, and he's a fraction fractional COO. What does that mean? Chief operate. Oh, COO, chief operating officer. I know that. What's a what's the first word? Fractional COO. I wonder if there are multiple COOs company. Maybe. And he's just and he's like is one part. That's a terrible name. Fractional COO. Like that. That that just sounds made up. That sounds like a boss I fought in Elden Ring the other day. Like, that just doesn't sound real. <laughs> yeah. I don't... Oh, I... Okay, so he... Okay, he he is an out... He's an outsourced COO. So... You what? So he takes... He takes... He's like a freelance chief operating no. officer. Yeah, no, you're growing. You need help. It sounds like you give them... Um, so he's just one of those consultation dudes. Yes, that's all he. Does. Okay, okay. Yes, okay. That's very odd. Yeah, it's a really consultant. odd title. I wonder if he gets ownership of the company as part of fractional duo because chief operating officer. Surely not. Have that would be bizarre. That, that's surely not. Hopefully not, because it's just operations and stuff. That's not like anything else. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be I weird. This is just. Okay. Anyway, but still. <gasps> okay. So that's it. anyway. So that's uh that's, that's that's our stuff growing, growing. So uh, <coughs> all, all all my updates. Sorry, that was long. There you go. That was all right. <laughs> Again, six to eight minutes. Six to eight minutes. Not possible. I, I, had uh, two hour, okay. I had a two hour drive. <laughs> I practiced that talk so many times. It was like timing it as i was going down it was like 15 minutes okay 14 minutes okay <laughs> <laughs> did you just like talk faster is that what you is that your plan no I, no i mean okay, i like good. the process of going like I, I mean editing myself is extremely hard and so whenever i have an opportunity to do that like again i don't try and memorize speech and give it exactly word for word although i can do that i like trying to distill down the information <laughs> to a very singular point so, yeah, because then so you I, have no room to like. If you, you have a new thought like midstream, you can't yes. go. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like and if I have to go off, yeah. But I got down Which to is what I do. I start, you know, I got it down to. My name's Colin. My wife and I run Funky Bunch Pet Care. And today I want to talk to you about two services and four prompts. And then that was that was my that was my outline. And then, yeah, right. And so and that was all I needed of like my two services are dog walking pet sitting and then the four promises our company give to our clients and i would talk through how we operate within those and that was like okay like that was a very clarifying moment if whatever i was like that that's it like that's all i need to talk about now i could have talked about that for 45 minutes but i was i managed to do it seven and a half we're good <laughs> hey pretty good <sighs> but we need to have a whole I, I think we need i think we need a topic on 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 contemporaneous speeches and uh, public speaking and all sorts of that good stuff. I think that. Okay. 
because both you both you being educators, um, you do that all the time. And <laughs> extemporaneous speaking is literally my job. That's all I job. <laughs> and I, I, I want, I want to learn more about your processes <laughs> to do that. So anyway, I'm adding that to the list. We have okay. such a, we have such a long topic list. We have to, stop. we have to start acting, getting these. That's fair. <laughs> I just realized that I scrolled up and I was like, it's on a page and a half. And these are hey, font. <laughs> that's good. Listen, listen, we've, been going for like two years we still have a giant topic list. we're doing good man it's fine <laughs> just means we're we're in there <laughs> okay extraneous okay anyway i'll do that yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean you also do that this is your your side hobby here as a podcast host is basically <laughs> that as well so but yeah we can talk about that <clears throat> yeah Okay. Well, uh, I think we have given uh, our 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 uh, one listener in France uh, quite a lot to go over. That's and, fine. Uh, our listeners in uh, India, uh, hello, in Pakistan, hello, hello. and uh, what's up? <laughs> we'll we'll uh, call that uh, a, a wrap this week. I believe. Yeah, you know, I did want to mention one more oh. thing, real quick, briefly. Oh, yeah, yeah, please. Uh, I found out the other day, so I've been doing it all day. Yeah. Uh, this is. Uh, partly in reference to last week's end topic on uh, Ukrainian related things. Sure, sure. If if you go on Duolingo right now and you learn Ukrainian, all ad revenue that they get from Ukrainian lessons is being donated to Ukraine for things. What? So if you want to join me in learning some Ukrainian language. <laughs> yes. It's very fantastic. I, <laughs> it's very confusing because I don't understand the Cyrillic alphabet at all. Uh, and so this is very, <laughs> it's a very interesting challenge to try to undertake. Uh, so I started doing that today. because so I was like, oh man, doing this. This is okay. hilarious. I'm it's fantastic. The, the uh, letter from the CEO. Of the CEO. Yeah. Yeah. Louis Von Ahn. Yes. And <clears throat> it's amazing. Really? Yeah a very interesting way to do that but i like it's that. very interesting there's a there's a lot of very interesting things that are happening with people like helping have you read about any of that stuff uh most of the world that i see from uh, news reports involves uh pets and pet transportation um well poland donation. is doing that there are yes. groups in poland who are specifically undertaking uh helping ukrainians with pets fleeing yeah. the country there is also like airbnb i know oh, is I saw that you see that so they are they are letting people make reservations for Airbnbs in Ukraine. But like, even though, yeah, like even though they're not, no one's going in or out, like it's basically just like, yo, I'm giving you some money. Here you go. Uh, to not use them. Which I think is great. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like opening up and discounting stuff for all the, a lot of Airbnbs that are in places like Hungary, Romania, and Poland for refugees. They're keeping those open for them. One of the uh, really touching ones. Real quick, uh, Duolingo reports a 485% increase in people studying Ukrainian. Uh, yes, good. one of those is me. Yeah, good job. Uh, <laughs> but uh, one of the more touching stories I saw was the, the moms who were going to train stations and leaving the, oh, the strollers, and, strollers yeah. and stuff because they knew the parents weren't, you know, yep. they were playing and they didn't have anything. Um, those were some, uh, those are some hard to see images, uh, just kind of envisioning. Uh, yeah, the, the I just saw the yeah the empty strollers just lined up yeah. at the at the stops. That was pretty crazy. There's another one too. One of the some sort of ride sharing company like Uber, but in Ukraine, 
I can't remember the name of it currently. Okay. Um, they are like people are going on their website and just like paying for people's rides, like pre like say hey you, here. I'm oh just, yeah. <clears throat> so they're just like donating. So they're paying the operators and everything, and then they're like waiving the fees and stuff. Airbnb is also waiving fees for the Ukrainian people too. I read so there's no like transaction fee. It's just all straight 100 percent to the families and stuff so <clears throat> so there you go some good things happening there i guess on that front without from just random people all around the world trying to yeah. chip in and help in little ways that make a big difference so well and that's the thing that you forget or you know it's like the like oh i'll learn ukrainian in a little bit we'll go there but if you know thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people are, are doing that and yeah. um, it's like oh like not only do you like make yourself better by learning a new language and uh, being able to understand you know news or whatever coming out of there or, like you can yeah. people better like it's just it's that compound effort when people get involved with things like that <clears throat> that's one of the weird things about like uh, situations like this in the age of the internet right because like there are things that happen like just much more outside of other areas. People can do things in other spaces to help and just be connected in different ways that are useful, oh. right? Not like it's why the internet can be good sometimes, not all the time, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's a good point. Of like, I, there's a, a, a much larger, a much uh, more diverse way of helping in in ways that were never possible i mean even five years ago right of like oh yeah what what's capable of you, no longer do you just have to write a check to red cross or unicef or something it's like i yeah. can i can do i can do that but i can also right pay for yeah, somebody's like, you know ride share or i can do this other stuff too yeah or i can like give my directly to those people walking ukrainian dogs right like i can do that like i you know what i mean like uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so it's pretty cool to see people doing that kind of stuff. Just trying to help the Ukrainian people in little ways that, like I said, those little ways make a big difference because there's some pretty nasty stuff going on. So, uh, I was telling my kids about it today. We've been reading some nonfiction articles for like current event things about it. And it's pretty, it's pretty good. They've had some good conversations about it too. So. Hey, well, I will have a link to the, uh, Duolingo stuff in there. So, uh, yeah, we'll go out and do that. Cause that's good. That's a, go. that's a little bit of a, a little bit of light in this. In it's a little light. It's fun. <laughs> it's easy. Like you can do it without even like, you know, you're not really doing anything. You're sort of like you can, but you're kind of contributing in a unique and interesting way. If they, even that's all you can do. So every little bit goes a long way. Situations like this. So come learn Ukrainian with me. As I struggle to understand the syllables and phonetic sounds of a completely different alphabet. Uh, <laughs> okay, challenge, challenge. Uh, maybe that's right. Okay. We'll do that. I think our, yeah, we should do some sort of Ukrainian-based challenge. We should do like some okay. learn something about Ukraine or something. We'll, we'll yeah. workshop this. Okay. Uh, we'll, to, we'll actually do a challenge. I think we should actually. I you know what I I'm committing to on on air before we sign off uh, to doing something about either learning. Uh, Ukrainian history or culture or something along those lines uh, for our next show. Because uh, I think that'd be uh, very good. 
Aaron. Uh, quick, quick, quick update. Um, I know it's not anything Ukrainian, but Shelby and I had our cake testing. Um, oh, Monday. Well, hey. Yeah. So slowly, slowly get. Slowly sure. get. Okay. All right. And Wedding updates also important. Okay. That, don't worry. Aaron cake tested, and the the results were what? Yeah, favorites, uh, oh, runners uh, up. So we, so there was, I can't remember her name that we picked from, or like the the, the baker that we picked. So That's right, you can give her a shout of, out next time. One of them uh, is so we we get three weirdly. So red velvet, classic. Susan um, approves. Uh-huh. Vanilla. <laughs> okay. And southern pecan. Weird. Interesting choice. And then we have. Um, pecan and cream cheese, not cream cheese, cream cheese, whatever. Probably, um, probably. Yeah, cream cheese. So, um, going to be a three layered cake. Uh, going to be fourteen inches base wise, I think. But we we went down there. Super difficult to find. It kind of reminded me of Colin, um, the, the off Springfield. Or like she's she lives and is based in like a different city, but has her base of operations, if you will, um, here or in at least oh. in Tulsa. And so we had to like search for it. <clears throat> and then once we found it, she had like all this stuff laid out, and she's like, "Oh, you pick whatever you want." And so we 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 preset what we wanted. Shelby sent me a PDF like while I was in school, and she's like, "Pick your favorite." It's like, yes, ma'am. So pick your favorite. Went out there, had the cakes. She had the little sample pieces set up, and they were so good. And I regret like eating dinner beforehand, but we went out there, sampled, and picked our three. And so we'll uh, once the wedding gets closer, we'll we'll kind of go from there. So we, I was really concerned about where this was going with. It reminded me of Colin's office in Springfield. I was like, "Oh what? no, sorry!" Like, the cake did like it. Was, it was brown. Like I don't understand. Like, board like, interior doors. Like, yes, op, like a separate like base of operation. Kind okay, of, yeah, it's fair. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. But it, when you first started that sentence with it, right. the cake reminded me of Colin's office. I was no, like, no, 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 uh, "What?" I had a very memorable smell that was conjuring. <laughs> 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 I was like, "Eric, you." Have the convicts in the uh, the uh, <laughs> the penitentiary, and you have particle board cake. This is not. This is it, you know something. <laughs> yeah, no, not not one of those. Sorry. It's all good. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, keep the updates coming. Yes, wedding, wedding updates for everyone. When's the date? Anyway, we'll talk about that. Twenty okay. ninth of April next year. Okay. Not this year, because every time I hear it, I'm like, "This is the next one," but it's not. So. It's it probably not of mine. I sent, we sent group messages. That's because we haven't got the save the date thing yet, Colin. Clearly, that's uh, we why. Haven't, we haven't done that yet. <clears throat> um, wait, wait we, a minute. We have it. Anyway, April 29th. Okay, I. I... <laughs> in there. I'll look at that. But, all right, yeah, good job. Because Megan made a comment when we when we first sent the invite or sent the notification thing. Because you're like, that's on a Thursday, and she's like, it's next, like it's next. Oh year. yeah, it's, it's next year. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, also, also is in my calendar in March, so I just moved it to April. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you couldn't find it. You put it in the wrong month. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Good stuff. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, we'll do the Ukrainian challenge next week. All right. We'll workshop that a little bit off air to have a more efficient thing. I'm going to be learning Ukrainian on Duolingo. So join me. I sent you my usernames. You can add me if you download the app. Blam. Okay. Got him. <laughs> Good. And uh, that's, that's all I have. All right. Very good. Very good. Okay. Love you guys. Love you too. Bye. Bye.